Yo, 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 what is up, ladies and gentlemen? It is your boy, the franchise player, Double B Bad Blood, joined once again by the HMIC. That's right, Chemical Julian in the house. Welcome to Friday Night Fights here live on the Roundtable Pro Wrestling Podcast, brought to you by Bodyslam.net. And man, oh man, Julian, Julian, Julian. We have an exciting, exciting night. But first and foremost, let me give my, my sweet 14-year-old daughter a quick birthday shout-out. Shout-out to my little girl who uh, is uh, 14 years old now. And damn, makes me feel even older when I start. <laughs> Your boy Shane Husky uh, is in the chat right now. He subscribed to Tier 1 for three months. Shout out to your boy, Husky 518. Yeah, man. Throwbacks in the house. Throwback, what is up, my man? Um, yeah, so let's get it in, man. Let's talk about this. Uh, so what do you want to talk about first? Do you want to talk about SmackDown? Or do you want to uh, talk about Rampage? Let's, let's, let's just back it up a little bit, and I'm sure that you guys covered this already. I, I was conspicuously conspicuously absent on Wednesday. I was at the uh, Black Movie Soundtrack. Um, curated, created by Randy Hudlin at the Hollywood Bowl. Fantastic experience. If you don't know about it, go look it up. Um, wow, but I wasn't here to talk about Dynamite and that shit showing that Punk did against John Moxley. I just wish to express my disappointment. And along with Marie Shadows, this, oh my God, reinforces like this guy. This guy. That's all I want to say about that. Uh, oh, other one Punk, this guy. Um, Death Triangle against United Empire was freaking fire. That was a clinic. That Banger. Best matches I've seen in just quite some time, if ever. If you didn't like wrestling and you watched that match, you like wrestling. I mean, mm-hmm. throwback. Throwback, do me a favor. Switch over to Twitch. Switch over to Twitch. Get in the Twitch chat. Uh, I'm going to cancel the the YouTube chat because I want to get over and get our Twitch chat going. So I'm going to cancel the YouTube right now. Boom. It is canceled right now. And a uh, big shout out to Two Belt Shane or Two Tooth Shane. I don't know how many, how many teeth the doctor, the doctor extracted. But I uh, hope you're feeling better. I hope you gave you the good stuff. And you just floating on the sleep tonight. <laughs> Shout out to our alcoholic friend Drew. I've been drinking and I want to be on. <laughs> you just can't figure it out, huh? Um, should we get Drew on? I, I want a drunk Drew would be great. Um, I feel woozy still, but hanging in there. That's good, my brother. Um, full on Twitch, baby. <laughs> Drewski is in the house. All right, look, 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 ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I don't know how this is going to go. I'm excited to find out. So uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break. While we get Drew in the house, we will be right back. Professional wrestling is one of the toughest sports going today. If you ever dreamed of being a professional wrestler, then former WWE superstar and World Tag Team Champion Sir Mo of the famed tag team Men on a Mission invites you, yes, you, to join his Bumps and Bruises Academy. Now in two locations in Carrollton, Texas and Sherwood, Arkansas. 
allowed Sir Mo and his head coach, Dante Smiley, and other coaches to get you on the road to an exciting and rewarding career. Classes forming now for your shot. Contact Sir Mo at 704-819-7312 or fill out an information questionnaire now. Don't wait. Make your dreams come true today by joining the Bumps and Bruises Pro Wrestling Academy. Hi, this is James Beard with SWE Fury, and you're watching the Roundtable Pro Wrestling Podcast. And we are back. We are back. And um, <laughs> Drew's in the house. Uh, looks like Marie Shouse is in the house. Um, yeah, what the hell? I opened this, and now I don't know where everything is. Hold on. Wait. I lost you guys. I can I, I can hear you. We're right I here. have the Twitch chat. Oh, there we go. There you are. I have a lot of tabs <laughs> open. I'm really bad with that. <clears throat> That's what she said. Hey, uh, um, say shout out to Trader Joe's for putting in stock Jamaican patties. These are freaking fire. Oh, Put Trader Joe's. Fire, they're delicious. Absolutely. Hey, everybody. All right, so here we go. This is what we're going to do. Let's talk about let's talk about the the elephant in the room. The I'm not WWE. Fat. Okay, <laughs> Let's talk about. Do I have to? Do I have to, do I have to pie face you now, Mister? Wow, I love, I love Drew like this. Let's go. Um, so what I'm gonna do, guys? I'm gonna jump out. I'll be right back. Go ahead and uh, talk about this. Marie Shadows is happy to see him. Punk and Dax lost both their matches. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm not. I'm a Marie. This, this, <laughs> I'll be right back. Why you guys go ahead and do that? I'm not. Show, and I was really pissed because somebody on Twitter um, put it akin to the way that Hogan would drop the title, just like not show up and oh my ankle and just like walk away. Whatever the reasoning was behind it for a championship match, that was some bullshit. That was a cop out. Um, that's you you don't drop you don't unify the interim and the prime heavyweight championship in the middle of the show in a three-minute match i mean that was just it, it was stupid and punk you know with the whole oh, twist of my ankle and my foot popped and they've shot vignettes in between to show them in the back with medical or whatever this guy i I've, I've never used the word ego before so i mean i'm not gonna start using it now but um, when you, let's just call it sour grapes. I mean, it, as much as people talk about Austin, Austin taking his ball and going home, um, this was just like, like a kid like throwing a tantrum. And the downside is that Moxley didn't get the best match that he should have gotten for the heavyweight championship. I mean, he really deserved to fight for the title and really get a, declarative um really strong win over somebody and that's not what he got so that's it apparently marie is in ad hell and is not able to hear anything that's being said right now. so you're gonna have to repeat all of that again <laughs> <laughs> um what i can tell you is that I, I, are we sure that this is this is punk and this isn't tony booking this way like 
I, well, why, why would Tony book him like that? Uh, <laughs> I can I can be really harsh right now, and I don't really want to because I I I don't want to seem like, you know, I have these I have these WWE belts behind me, and then if I start talking bad about AEW, like WWE show, I promise you. I promise you, as much as I've been enjoying WWE more lately, I am not a WWE show. You couldn't never call me that. Um, uh, Tony has relied on this hot, well, not, not hot shotting, that's not the right word, but just this like. No, it's not. I mean, we, we've used it before. Um, it's He's been relying on this shock factor booking. Yeah. I think a little too much shock factor. You know, we haven't had any of those Tony Khan has a huge announcement things or a new signing in a little while. So I think he just got so stuck in that mode that now that there are no new people to bring it's kind of been floundering a little bit, and I want to believe that it'll get better. But with this punk stuff and all this stuff going on backstage, uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I mean, there are things that have been going on that I've not been a fan of. And like this, okay, like, look. And I'm I'm gonna be a little hypocritical here because I really enjoyed their theme song a lot as of late, and now I know all the words to it, which is really oh. terrible. Okay. But this trustbusters bullshit is absolutely insane. I love their theme song, but they are not anything viable for anything. Like what what why am I supposed to you know, I think he said on Twitter somewhere, he said that, like, you know, this could be a big deal or, uh, you know, like he sees something in them. Okay, that's great that you see something in them, whatever that you said. But so a group of jobbers put well, together. They're, they're a ragtag bunch of people who got slapped together. And yes, this did work for Billy Gunn and Road Dog back in the day. One of the few times this ever worked. And so maybe they're hoping to for lighting the strike twice, but um, not with Parker Bordeaux. God, no. Oh, my God. As soon as he was signed, as soon as I heard that he was on AEW Dark, I feared this type of a thing. And it's like they, there was this, you know, that weird couple of weeks where Cole Carter comes on the scene and he gets that match which was a really good match i don't remember who it was against um on on dynamite but like immediately they start referencing his nxt stuff with yeah. qt and 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 the factory it's like wh why i don't understand why are you bringing that up and then parker boudreau is all of a sudden an aw dark and he just got released as like, but, but why? Like nobody. I can honestly tell you, no one is interested in this guy. Why does he matter? 
why has he been put in I, position? Well, I mean, the thing is, people look at him like like Mini Brock, never had any of the charisma or any of the uh, talent, if you will. No, he sucks. Um, and he's a guy that has a look, but I mean, you have Wardlow. What do you need him for? Um, I mean, they they could have hired Lars Sullivan if they wanted that. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it, it's and, very confusing. Yeah, and so with the Trustbusters, they just needed a group to put them with a faction, maybe a trio, maybe you know. I think it's what it's going to be. I think the trios division is where you're just going to take three people and just throw them and give them something to do. I mean, they and this is and this is the crazier thing. Like, and we talked about this. I know, but just it, just to bring it up again, the Trustbusters were announced and shown on the trios tournament bracket before two of three were signed to the company. What? That hey. makes absolutely no sense. None at all. They had it on pen and paper. They're like, uh, we're going to call somebody the Trustbusters. We don't know who. Yeah. Call somebody the Trustbusters. And I like Ari Davari. I love Sonny Kiss. I don't give a shit about Slim J or Parker Boudreaux. I'm sorry. I don't care about them at all. Yeah. But so, I think if the story made sense, it would be a lot better, but it doesn't. So it's not. It, it's. I feel, you know, I uh, again, I don't want to be negative about it, but I've been drinking and I just feel really negative about it right now. So now I can't shut up. I just, I wish better for Sunny Kiss so much. Yeah, for sure. But you know what? If it, if it means that Sunny is getting more time on TV, then you know, yeah. and, not, and not to be on um, darker, darker relation, then so be it. That I I agree with you there. That you know, of course, being on TV, having TV time, good. Very good. Using the Trustbusters to get her on TV, that's where I have a problem. <laughs> because, you know, Sonny could have easily been on TV all this time doing something. But, Correct. you know, they reduced Sonny to dark for the most well, part. Well, first they let her get squashed by Parker Bordeaux. And then she and turned then- around to the Trustbusters. But that, but that was a dark storyline, and I had watched Dark that week. And if you if you didn't watch Dark that week, this was two yeah. weeks ago. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. She was so, on the turnbuckle. So there's a tag team match, right? Yeah, so it was a tag team. It was yeah. Slim J Parker versus Sonny, and I don't remember who Sonny's tag partner was. But she was totally uninterested in the match. And yep. then started like eyeing them, like she wanted to join them, and then it just ended there. I was like, "Oh, okay, that's yeah. interesting." Yeah, I remember her partner got destroyed. Yeah, and she was just like on the turnbuckle, just like yeah. not caring about the match at all. So it was—I mean, it was—it's interesting. I'm not saying it's not interesting, but the trustbusters, <laughs> and then to do the weird like squash, essential squash match, yep. and then join at the end of the show was like okay uh, i'm not really i don't really care about that i want to see 
It's like Dominic Better. getting squashed by Rhea Ripley and him joining her. <laughs> Which is probably going to end up happening sometime soon. Right. So I just, I'm not excited for that. And there's just so, you know, there's just little things, you know, we, I did the, the dynamite show this week with you guys. I think I did the dynamite show last, last week too. Yeah. Cause that's when Kenny returned. Yeah, you did last week too. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. You, you, you did the, you weren't there for the Kenny return until after. I think it was like you had watched it later on, and then you came in. Yeah, yeah, you did. You did. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we have been more negative about AEW than we have about WWE the past few weeks. Because hey, uh, so NXT three point I, I don't consider it being negative. I consider it just being honest. <laughs> Well, it's negative. You know, <laughs> it's yeah. honesty, but it's also negative. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's it. See, now I don't agree with that comment. The last comment that just came in. I think the Kenny return was great. I thought they did that wonderfully. I really loved it a lot, actually. But I just need better. Like, okay, they did the women's segment not at nine thirty this week. Yeah, good. However, I gotta be honest. Um, I've been a fan of Britt Baker from the beginning, but man, what's been coming out lately? I'm a Thunder Rosa, a Thunder Rosa guy, and I'm not happy with what's been going on because she's not there for a specific. It feels like more than just something because that just like kind of came out of nowhere and there was already a match planned and I, I just don't know i don't know what's going on with that but if we can believe anything from what we've heard about the backstage stuff in AEW as of late um brit was in the wrong shouldn't have cut that promo the way that she did about her wrist being hurt and she was a champion that came to work that was totally unnecessary and I actually find that to be worse than what Punk did. I'm going to be totally honest with you on that. Um, I the thing about this, the thing about what you're saying here, and I am, I've been drinking and I cannot pronounce that, so I apologize. Um, you criticize both companies so frequently and always get called out. People do not want to admit when the thing something is wrong in the company that they like and there's too much of that on twitter the, the tribalism and i just oh, yeah. this morning this morning I, I i quote tweeted some dork on twitter who was like angry at aew because the Twitter account blocked them because they were heavily criticizing the show. And they're like, oh, you know, Tony, like he's like, he's owed something for, right. for helping the, helping the company trend on Twitter and buying the shows. Like that was of your own free will, Jackass. Drew, you, you wouldn't believe the entitlement some people feel, uh, whether, whether as fans or as uh, internet trolls. Um, you know, so the, the, the rise of AEW fans reminded me of when WCW turned around. 
<clears throat> and as soon as WCW turned around and the outsiders were cool and NWO Hollywood was cool, all of a sudden it was like, oh, WWF sucks and this, this, and this. And you had this rise of fans who were like all pro WCW and anti WWE. Um, and then Austin, and then Triple H, and then The Rock, and then WWE started doing their thing. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, WCW sucks, and oh, Funky Poker Doom, and blah, blah, blah. And now they were WWE darlings again during the ads there. With wrestling fans are, you know, worse than, you know, a, a person in a relationship with, you know, an ex and then a shiny new one and then meet somebody else new. I mean, it's all about what's new now, what's what's cool, what's hot in the business, and people just want to be on, I don't want to say the right side of history, but they just want to be on the popular side. Um, and, and it, but conversely, there are a group of fans who like what they like, and they just appreciate every aspect of wrestling for what it is. Because we do realize that AEW is not supposed to be WWE, it's not supposed to be New Japan, it's not supposed to be AAA. It's not supposed to be CMLL. It's not supposed to be Impact. I mean, we're supposed to have all these different flavors of wrestling <clears throat> so the fans can find a place for themselves to fit in and enjoy. And so there can be a smorgasbord mm-hmm. of just wrestling, professional wrestling entertainment for everybody to see. And the biggest problem was, oh, Vince doesn't want to say wrestler. And Vince doesn't call it wrestling. He calls it sports entertainment. And this, 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 and all this Vince hating, and we talked about this before. And it's like <clears throat> Vince brought you all to the dance. This dude drove a, a a luxury SUV, put you all in the back, and he got you here. Was it time for him to leave? Yeah, but don't forget who got you here in the first place, because professional wrestling would not have this level of visibility in pop culture and in popularity with um, <clears throat> just so many fans worldwide if it wasn't for events creating that platform and by creating that platform, giving others something to compete against. And so now that you have all these other flavors of professional wrestling, just appreciate what they are. Not everyone's going to bat a thousand every night. I mean, I watched SmackDown tonight and I was like, yeah, it's an okay show. Uh, it wasn't as good as last week, but I mean, shit, I mean, you, you got to work with, with what you got. I don't expect Dynamite to be the best show on TV every night. You can't have Death Triangle versus United Empire every match, every week. I fucking wish we could. I you wish know, we could. Well, yeah, <laughs> it was that was really great. <laughs> you know, um, and so you know, just appreciate it for what it is. Some storylines are just going to be slow. Some some things are just going to progress slowly. And later on, you'll be like, oh, my God, that was genius. But right now you're saying, oh, these fuckers, they don't know what they're doing. So, you know, give everything time. Um, so, some things just don't pan out, and that's just how wrestling is. <clears throat> people bust through walls and fall down. Um, people change gimmicks. Oh, yeah. um, Stephen Regal was a man's man. And it, so, funny story. I was playing Amazon, um, Amazon Music, and they were uh, – you know, playing music, quote unquote, that I like. And Steven Regal's man's man theme song came up. He's a man, <laughs> a manly man. Yeah. Yes, I did listen to it because I was like, <laughs> how the hell? Julian driving down the Julian driving driving down the street bumping that shit. Man. It's a man. <laughs> it's a man. 
your man's bad. I was like, who sat and wrote this shit? Here <laughs> <laughs> um, <Yeah>, for money. <laughs> I think that once you know, I don't I don't know. I look, I bought I if you want to know. This title up here and this title down here. These are WWE titles, and I bought these titles when I was not a huge fan of WWE. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm spending money on the company still not being that fond of the company because I can see past that <clears throat> and I support yes. wrestlers, not companies. Stop doing yeah. that. Please, it makes life easier. I, I think the, the funniest thing to me was um, our group of people, you know, that um, you know I engaged in outdoor activities with. One of them asked me about wrestling, and of course, you know, someone's always going to ask you. So, do you believe it's real? And I was like, Professor Wrestling is one hundred percent real. You don't get dropped off the top rope or power bombed off the top rope and landing your back, and the shit tickles. Like number one, the shit hurts. People get injured for real. Number two, is there a yes. Of course. But guess what? We get it. Everybody in the arena gets it. <laughs> you know, as much as we know when we go see David Copperfield that he's full of shit and he's like doing sleight of hand, we're still showing up just to watch him do the sleight of hand. Exactly. You know, when you when you go see the Avengers, you don't really believe that Thor is a god from Asgard and, and all of a sudden turns into Chris Hemsworth on the streets later. I mean, we get it. We're watching, you know, characters performing, you know, art and performing an act. Um, and that goes back to what Drew said about supporting the wrestlers. Support the wrestlers, you know, because that's what they that they have literally decided that that's what they want their craft to be. It's to be these characters and be these performers and go out and bust their asses day in and day out. Yeah. So I hope that we get a turnaround here because Triple H taking over WWE is a bad sign for AEW. And I I don't like saying stuff like that, but it's a fact because people are now going to go. People are now going to go, oh, you know what? That shit that I hated about WWE that I didn't want to go to the main roster, Johnny Gargano, now, I want to go there because somebody that actually cares about me and somebody yes. that can take what they did with me in NXT and bring it up to the main roster and not have me with a different name and a different gimmick, wearing a mask, losing matches in two minutes. Now, I can actually be the character that I honed and crafted right. in NXT and I can bring it to the main roster and thrive instead of Vince McMahon taking everything that was great about me, Butch, and <laughs> and and Butch, Karrion Cross, you know, all these people that Triple H did so well with in NXT. And Dude, now I, they don't I, have to worry anymore. I think the reason Triple H hired back Karrion Cross is because he probably felt like owed him an apology. <laughs> and you know what? Like, Look here, really... bro. I'm sorry they made you dress like a dominatrix. Uh, I'm sorry you that they did this shit to you. You can go fuck some people up. How about that? He probably he probably came to him and then he was like, "Hey, man, I got the word." Then said he wants to call you up. 
great. Oh, man, this is going to be fantastic for your career. I guarantee it, man. Hey, see you on Raw. Karrion Cross gets to Raw. Hey, pal, here's my old demolition outfit. Put it on. Go out there. <laughs> Linda Karrion told me Cross. to wear this before, brother. Uh, I'm telling you right back. now. Oh, really? Keith Lee would have not gone to AEW if Triple H took over. Oh. Okay, so I'm, sure I'm going to interject and say a couple of things about about this whole this whole thing. For one, Triple H coming back to wrestling, coming back to WWE was the very best thing that could have happened to the WWE at this time. Because quite honestly, the WWE was in a fucking shithole. You got tired of seeing the same 10 guys over yep. and over and over dream again. Dream it's dream like dream missionary dream. over and over and over again. No one likes missionary. You know what I'm saying? Come on. Let's get it in. Everybody in this fucking industry are freaks. No one wants to see that shit. <laughs> Secondly, the women's division in the WWE was dry as fuck. They had us sitting here saying, yo, AEW women division isn't that bad. It fucking sucks. That's how bad the women's division made me feel. Uh, you're, you're, Second, you're thirdly, thirdly, the fucking the, the, the constant re, regurgitation of the same matches over and over again, fans are getting burnt out. But you know what it is. You know what it is. It's because we were conditioned to think that the WWE was the very best thing going. So we sat there and we just took it. Like we just fucking took it. Like, yo, we're just going to just fucking take it, and that's just yep. it. Boom. Where are we going to go? It's it happening, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But AEW came along. People are like, whoa. It's like it's like back in the back in the early days, it was just Coca-Cola. Then someone was like, yo, try this Pepsi shit. People are like, whoa, this is fucking different. Let me, I like this because it's different. It's not that the wrestling is better. I mean, the wrestling is better. Get it right. The wrestling is better. But now, Triple H is taking things and he's making them make sense. Every little thing you see in the background, Easter eggs. Remember, and I'm going to say this, and I know I'm going to slap myself for saying this shit, but remember when fucking Stephanie McMahon said that the WWE was like Marvel? And every wrestler was like a Marvel superhero, right? I was like, that's the dumbest shit I've ever fucking heard. But now that Triple H is in charge... Now Triple H is in charge. I'm seeing these little Easter eggs pop up in the background of everything. Like tonight, after the after the first round of the women's tag team championship match, they had the women back there talking. They had uh um um uh, Bailey and and uh, Eel Sky and um what's her name um Dakota Kai doing their interview. Right in the background, you see Piper Nevin arguing with Nikki with Nikki Ash. Yep. Over the loss of the match. Just dropping little things in there. Last week they had the 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 trash can was on fire or some shit. Some other shit was on fire, you know. Then they have like this one guy walks past and boom, there's some other shit in the background. Just like Marvel planting seeds for a bigger storyline. Yeah, exactly. Planting seeds for a bigger storyline. AEW was doing the same thing, but AEW is like old school Marvel when Marvel would have like seventeen movies. And take them three years to get to the ending of a fucking, you know, ending of a saga. When yeah. DC was like, yo, we got Batman, we got Superman, Superman Return, Batman, Batman v Superman, Justice League. All in like five years. You know, they rushed it and 
I'm I'm a, I'm a DC guy, so I hate to say this, but they rush it and they shit on it because they let Josh Whedon kill the movie. You know what I'm saying? Vince McMahon was watching triple was watching Vince shit that on his own product. Vince was killing his own product, and now the Triple H is in charge. Triple H is breathing new life into it. all the guys that would poison. Exactly, all the guys who Literally. have never ever made it, never ever made it on the fucking main roster because Vince was like, "Oh, he's too small." No one's going to believe that guy is a wrestler. No one's going to believe that guy. Did you see how they popped for fucking Johnny Gargano when he came out? Yeah. Dude, super huge pop. Okay? These wrestling fans are starting to like wrestling. WWE is allowing it to be wrestling now. Triple H has injected a whole new lethal dose of excitement in the WWE. Now, you said it, you said it yourself. Triple H being being brought back in and running the WWE the way he's running it now, yes. AEW has a huge fucking problem right now. You need to shit or get off the pot. I don't know if Tony Khan truly realizes that yet. Tony Khan's a fucking idiot. Look, he gave Parker Boudreaux a fucking job, okay? Come on. Yeah, well. so, so here's the thing. So Tony Khan has a property. Um, he has AEW, and then he bought Ring of Honor, okay? Um, that is akin to WWE buying ECW, in my opinion, because he's never going to let Ring of Honor be higher than AEW, but he's going to keep in the background, keep the titles around. Yeah. So that being said, he is now his he's he's got a fat payroll. This dude's writing so many checks on the first and fifteenth is probably ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, he's got a lot of people working for him, and now he has to find them work. Which is why he has Dynamite, and he has Rampage, and he has Dark, and Dark Elevation, and being the elite, you know, vignettes in the background, and so forth and so on. Because he's got, I mean, why keep people around if you're not going to pay him? Or, or why pay people if you're not going to have them working? And so he's got this bloated roster now, and he's got to find work for everybody to do. However, if he were to, let's say, evenly distribute the work, some of his shows wouldn't necessarily get the ratings that they get because not everybody's as interesting as Walter would be. So he's like, well, well, let's put him in trios and see what shakes out. Before it was, let's put him in tag teams. But he's like, mm, we're trying to push FTR. Uh, we're trying to push the Bucks. We're trying to push um, Ortiz and Santana back when they were together. Um, and they were trying to push um, Ray Phoenix and Penta. So it's like, well... You know, these other guys, um, um, private party, and eh, we'll, we'll put you on the, on the Saturday show. Um, then you get Swerve in our glory, who kind of like came out of nowhere. Eh, okay, we'll, we'll have you guys do this thing for a while. But he's still now got a bloated roster because, quite honestly, your prime shows are only three hours. Mm-hmm. And you got to fit in the women's matches. And you've got to fit in a tag team. And you got to fit in your, your major storylines. And Punk has to have his time. And the Blackpool Combat, Combat Club has to have their time. And, I mean, there's only really so much real estate to go around. And so, once again, you know, you're going to start hearing rumors of, oh, so-and-so is thinking of leaving because there's nothing for him to do. Well, guess what? Unless you're planning, unless you're going to volunteer to go to NXT Europe. Huh. I mean, Raw is pretty well padded. SmackDown's pretty well padded. I mean, 
I mean, Raw is so well padded. We haven't seen Veer or Omos uh, or the Street Profits this past Monday. So, you know, we've we've got room to do other stuff. But yeah, another on Friday for some reason. Yeah, and another <laughs> on Friday for some reason. And I mean, unless you guys going to be our volunteer, they were smoking go, weed. That's why they were on Friday. Unless <laughs> someone's going to volunteer to go work um, main event. No, Which that's where the maximum male models are. I don't watch main event, but I hear it's, it's actually a really good show lately, too. So, I mean, um, even maximum male models got some TV time. I mean, the the uh, Hector Garza and what's his name got some time, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> they, they managed to give the Viking Raiders some TV time. Unfortunately. <sighs> So yeah, so that's true. There needs to be a big change with the way Tony does AEW booking because, and it probably needs to be him not doing it all. Like this is a look. This is kind of a Vince McMahon ish type of a thing to do. Like, hey, yeah, I need to try all those things. He was trying to be. He was trying to be Vince. It's it's. it's you know, you're trying to be the alternative, but you're doing the same thing that you're trying to be the alternative of. And as a result, there is a lot of issues. And it's, I love the company. I love what they're doing, but it's got their... Look, this week, and I, it, it legitimately pains me to say this, I am hurting when I tell you this right now, okay? Next week, there is a match involving my favorite wrestler in the world, Dan, uh, Brian Danielson. Okay. And I don't think that it was ever necessary. Why does he have to face Jake Hager? I just, yeah, it feels it's, like it's, that it's... just because he got attacked, how many people get attacked and they don't have matches the next week? Like, why is Danielson and Hager a match next week? And and I feel, I Shane, I legitimately feel awful saying that because I love Brian Danielson so much, but I don't like Jake Hager that much. And this whole and I got to tell you the other thing too. Chris Jericho is a great mind in wrestling, and I loved a lot of stuff that he's done, and. AEW, but, but they gotta get him the fuck away from the commentary table on Friday nights. Oh my he's god, yes. Get, <laughs> he's gotta get the fuck away from commentary, and I'm gonna be honest with you, the sports entertainment shtick was fun when Vince was in charge of WWE, but now it makes no sense at all. Exactly. They gotta end that stuff. And you know, that it's, was, it's, it's that stopped was, sense while Vince was still in Yeah, yeah. And instead of saying, hey, let's go ahead and, and, and squash this while we have a chance, they're running it into the fucking mud. Yeah. You know, it's like, um, how can I say this? Um, Tell them they can fart jokes in church. There you go. There you go. You know, you can only say, you can only do so many bad things so many times before people are finally like, dude, okay, we get it. Yeah, you get it. Right. yeah, yeah you, you you played it out. It's done. I you don't know? need to hear of the Jericho Appreciation Society's Performer of the Week 
every Friday. I don't give a fuck. Stop but, it. But here's the thing. Isn't this his way of being a heel? Yeah, but you can just do that in a promo. You don't yeah, have to be I know. Okay, I know. speaking as a heel, speaking as a heel, speaking as a bad guy in wrestling. Yeah, it's got the There's only so much shit okay. I can keep doing over and over and over and over again where people are like, oh, God, again? You know, it's like going out there and saying, hey, you suck. You suck. You suck. After a while, Kurt Angle was like, yeah, I suck. I suck. He was getting yes. it. You know what I'm saying? It became a popular. What? What? After a while, people are like, well, shit, what? Now it's like a fa- Now it's like a phrase. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like uh, the Green Bay Packers always beating the shit out of the Chicago Bears. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Come on, man. Yeah, 100%. Marie knows what I'm talking about. Man, AG95 is here for you. Thank you, AG95. Hit that bell, like, click, and subscribe. Look, <laughs> the best heel line from her face was the tribal queen. I loved that so much. You know what? Yeah. I may get I may get some hate for this, but uh, look, I'm gay, all right. But I understand why people. No. I understand why people like were bothered by the line. But a year this was during the pandemic before the crowds came back. But when when Kenny and this was after the blunder with the the that match with the. The, the exploding ring match, what do they call that? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. The and and then they did the uh, the next week. They made fun of it, and then Kenny told uh, Don to sixty nine him. Sixty nine me, Don. Yeah, <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> I howled when he said that. Uh, I forgot why I mentioned that now. Why did I mention that? Because if you're if you're doing the same thing, just imagine if he'd have been like sixty-nine me Don every fucking show. Oh yes, right. Yeah. It wouldn't be funny anymore. Unlike Scissor Me Daddy, which never gets old. Okay. Scissor no, Me Daddy never gets old. Scissor me ass go. daddy never gets old. Scissor me ass daddy. That never gets old. Man. I have to do Shane's I have to do Shane's thing tonight. Come on. Come on. Scissor that ass, daddy. Yes. <laughs> we did it for you, Shane. Yeah, Shane. We scissor that ass, daddy. <laughs> Damn it, I'm not there. <laughs> hey, Lying face so, emoji. <laughs> so speaking of recycled gimmicks, guess who lost tonight? Who, who lost Baron tonight? Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin, he lost again. Mm, I was so fucking man. happy. I he he hold on, hold on. Let's go ahead and get into the SmackDown recap real quick because Ricochet beats Baron Corbin clean as a fucking sheet. Again. Yes. Again. Pat <laughs> McAfee begins to just spread his cheeks and take a hot and steamy. Oh, <laughs> Were they, wait, wait, wait. Are they in Cleveland? Because that was a Cleveland steamer he gave him. They, um, no, they were not in Cleveland. That's where Punk has lost like three times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Punk need to keep his ass out of Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Holy yeah, shit. Pat actually was like drawing a pink circle around his face, saying, "Look at this! It's the face of a loser," and all kind of the shit like that. I love that so much. So you know, I think we might be end up going back to broke Baron Corbin. 
bro. And he and he kept mentioning how Baron Corbin was broke and how he was in the same clothes and he lived in the same clothes. And then he said, "But look, fortune shined upon him and he made all he got all this money. And now because he's such a badass person." That shit started to happen to him again. Basically, karma's going to bite him in the ass. I had... Oh, go ahead. I, I need you all to either go back and watch some, some of the old episodes, but hear me now and believe me later. On this very show, we said the way that Baron Corbin's broke Baron Corbin uh, um, episode should have should have uh, ended was, number one, Bad Blood said they should have shown Baron Corbin going towards the ring with a credit card machine trying to get fans to donate money to him. That was number one. Number two, we talked about him stealing merchandise from various other wrestlers and selling it backstage like the Homeboy Shopping Network, having these like little little pop, little pop-up TV sales. Little merch stands. Merch stands. <laughs> um, selling, selling bootleg merchandise. And then WWE could have even hosted – a, a Baron Corbin bootleg merchandise website and sold, sold more merch there. If that's what goes down, remember, you heard that shit here first. <sighs> That'd be funny. <laughs> scammed by our truth. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I had friends here this evening uh, who are, act- you could say, the a casual they were they they were like casual fans mm-hmm. that like kind of know people that are they in the company right not. now, yeah. but don't know what's going on storyline or anything like that. Um, and 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 so so Corbin comes out and she's like, <coughs> "Oh, isn't that Baron Corbin?" She has not been watching for a little while. I was like, "Yeah, what the? He's happy Corbin now." And I had to explain like the whole bum-ass Corbin thing and, and whatever. And then she was like, oh, wow, they really ruined him, huh? I'm like, and this is a casual fan saying this, who has not been a, on the ride. She's like, like Vince ruined him. <laughs> yeah. Like, th- th- like, I was like, this is, you know, I'm thinking in my head, like, Jesus Christ, she has no idea what the hell is going on. And, and She's saying exactly what all of us who are heavily invested have been saying. Yep. The bum ass Corbin thing was beautiful. That yep. was like, I would honestly say, a revitalization of his character. Well, this dude was wrestling in the same shirt for three days with the same mustard stain on it or whatever. That shit was yeah. hilarious. That shit was hilarious. The car getting taken, the. You know his beard getting longer and just bro. So... I was saying, I, I was saying this, and 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 when this first started, literally, bro. Remember he was going around asking people for money. Yep. If he would have had a fucking made square unit, website. yeah. If he'd had a square unit and yeah. just walked to the people in the, in, the, in the arena, can you please spare some change? Somebody would have swept a fucking dollar or something on there, bro. Yeah. 13,000 people in, in in an arena every Monday, or, every Monday or Friday night. Can you imagine how much fucking money he would have made if one person, every fucking row, would have swiped a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars? That would have made that game. <laughs> he could, that could have been how he got his money back. Happy to like a collection. <laughs> I'm serious. A collection basket, like a church. Yes. 
Yes, Baron Corbin's collection plate. Like pass your basket like, down, throw some money in. Like Deacon Batista. Yeah. With a dirty ass hat? Yeah, Deacon Batista. Oh, Man. God. I'm just saying, it would have been funny. That would have been a great gimmick. It would have worked, and it would have made a little bit of change. Just saying. Yeah, uh, and then they brought, the, you know, the happy Corbin thing we knew was going to happen because it was reported that WWE trademarked the name Happy Corbin. Yeah. So it's like, okay, so how are we getting to this Happy Corbin? Um, I loved Sad Corbin. And I, I th- hopefully we kind of get back to that. Corbin, people, a lot of people shit on him, but I think he's underrated. Honestly, I think he has, he has legitimately, and people forget this. He has legitimately one of the most protected finishers in wrestling. Correct. Legitimately, like oh, that. Yeah. The, oh, McIntyre's kicked out of it. It's it's insane. Yeah, McIntyre kicked out of it. McIntyre is the new fucking Triple H. I mean, the Which new uh, lost me my points at the uh, prediction championship. We were talking like, about. We the end of days. It's a wrap. Nope. Did y'all hear yeah. the rumor about Triple H wanting to remake some championship titles? Yes, I did. Yeah. He I hates. That he hates the WWE title with the big ass W. He fucking hates that. Oh, I believe it. It's so generic. It does like like I mean, no offense to like people who like the like like that belt, but offense to you for liking that belt because here's the deal. As a champion, as Drew as Drew hides it, as a champion, you want to be set you want to be a, a figure piece, you want to be a figurehead, you want to be set above the rest, right? <laughs> so it's like I'm the WWE champion, but I'm wearing black trunks and I'm wearing black boots, like I'm a like I'm a young boy at the dojo. Where do I stand out? I don't. You, you know what? I, I will you look tell basic. You. you look plain. You look like a white girl drinking fucking truly. Like when you keep it drinking white claw. Who knows? From what I saw the belts. What the fuck, man? <laughs> I love white claw. I was waiting for that. <laughs> I love white claw and I love home goods and I love. <laughs> I love pumpkin you, spice everything. I was about to say, you okay. fucking pumpkin spice latte ass. <laughs> uh, Drew, you all right, man. <laughs> you all right. He said pumpkin spice everything. <laughs> oh, man. And I took a When they made the title with the big W in it, and they had the black one and the blue one and the red one and the purple one and the pink one. It, it was really like... Ban him. Ban that man right now for saying pumpkin spice sucks. <laughs> or, or, or female. Male or female. I'm sorry. I, I don't know. I really <laughs> someone yeah. told um, Nick Khan, hey, you want to save some money? Let's save some money on belts. Tell you what. We're going to make all your titles a big-ass W, and mm-hmm. you're just going to spend money on the cheaper, different colored straps. And we all like, fell for yeah. it. I mean, everyone we fucking all fell like, yes. for it. You know he's pissed when he sees Tony Khan every time there's a new TNT champion making a new TNT belt for that guy. He's probably like, that fucking guy over there ruining our last name by spending all our fucking money. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, I mean, can you imagine Triple H walking in going, okay, uh, I'm in charge now. Uh, we're hiring back Karrion Cross. 
Uh, we're hiring back Bailey. Uh, we're hiring back Dakota Kai. We're hiring back Eo Sky. We're hiring back Johnny Gargano. We're hiring back. You're like, <laughs> I have to write checks. What do you, what do you mean? I got to spend right. Money. His hands all shaking. He's like, I don't know how to do this anymore. Man. Oh, oh, and then he then he really. So this is how he got back. He was like, That's fine, Triple H. You can have all your toys back. But I'm gonna go ahead and flush this company down the toilet because like no one knows them anyway, and I'm tired of paying the taxes. Oh wait, that's how much they all make at NXT UK. <laughs> well, I mean, if, if Vince McMahon is no longer on the payroll, I'm sure that freed up a lot of capital. <laughs> you know, not uh, giving twenty million dollars to people to shut up. Hey, that was you could his- get to save money that way. Isn't that nice? Um, if I hadn't have been if I hadn't have been messing with them hoes. I could have saved $17.9 million. Hey, man. Hey, man. Look, look. I ain't saying I would have done this, but I'm saying I would have done this. I wouldn't have been like, hey, let me give you $6 million to uh, to give me some oral compilation. I would have just been like, so I'm going to go out and find me an escort and pay her what she wants and do what I want to do, and then she can go home. No NDAs, no DNAs, no none of that shit. And then <laughs> I ain't taking well, the fucking money DNA from the company. Around. None of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that. That's where he fucked up. That's where he fucked up. By the way, Julian Tombstone's a great movie. I'm glad you enjoyed it, Shane. Shane was like, I'm. You imagine right now. Now that this man is at home with more time in his hands, he's calling. He's calling up. He's, he's calling up. Uh, probably Triple H. Hey, pal, why don't you tell me about Backpage.com? I could have saved millions. <laughs> <laughs> you could have been like, I I have to worry about no NDAs, Triple H. Why'd you do this to me? <laughs> I spent oh, $17 when I'm going to spend God damn you, Paul. <laughs> What's the hell? Oh, man. I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the Rock started that whole thing with the with the Rocks Championship belt with the side plates and everything like that. And next, you know, Cena with the ugly spinning U.S. title belt, and then the ugly spinning World title belt. And, you know, did they ever release the Brahma Bull uh, heavyweight championship belt? Yeah, they did. Yeah, did, did the Rock ever wear it? No, I think I might have seen it one time on TV, but he never wore it like on the regular. I don't think so. I think it was like that uh Zack Ryder uh true the yeah, Zack Ryder true Hollywood true true Long yeah, Island story was... championship belt. Yeah. 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 Um so let's 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 get into this because I want to get you I'm gonna get back to Rampage and Rampage about that fucking show. But um so tonight we had the <laughs> No, we're not talking about that shit yet. The women's tag team title semifinals, right? Raquel Rodriguez and Aaliyah beat Sonya Deville and Natty. Okay. It was by a pinfall of the match. No, we got the way around. Didn't I? Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was thinking of Oh, okay. So let's start from the beginning. We talked about Baron Corbin getting beat by Ricochet. Yeah. Uh, It was pinfall, quick match. So the, the first, the second match was the women's tag team title tournament. Fatal four-way. Second chance. All right. I was not happy with this match. 
so many so fucking botches. It was we rushed. Talked about, we talked about tag team triple threat matches mm-hmm. and fatal four ways. And I forget how the conversation came up, but I was like, I don't want to see a tag team triple, triple threat match because two people stay in the ring while everybody else finds some reason to be laid out at ringside. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what we got. I mean, it was, it was some bullshit. And the the fact that it was eight of them, I was like, oh, this, this is this is not going to be good. Thanks for taking that moment, Shane. <laughs> and the finish that we got was it, it was shitty. I, it just I it was bad. It was, it was horrible. And look, it's not even so much that the finish yeah. was horrible. It was one spot in the match where, as a wrestler, I'm going to tell you, the ropes, ladies and gentlemen, they fucking hurt. We yeah. hit those ropes really hard, really fast. Guess what? They hurt. Imagine you're home. You're, you look outside your home, you see a telephone pole. That, that thick-ass cable that's holding up the telephone pole Yep. Imagine that being encased in a water hose. That's pretty much what the ring ropes are. Okay? Now imagine that you're hitting it good five, six, ten miles an hour. You're hitting it hard. It fucking hurts. So for someone to do like Ray Mysterio does when he gives you the 619, drop you throat first on it, that hurts. But me knowing that I'm going to take that spot doesn't, I mean, I, I can embrace myself and I can make it to where I don't hurt myself when I hit that. When I'm getting whipped to the rope and the person whipping me to the rope, Tamina, throws me head first into the fucking the the the, the ropes like that. Yeah. Throat first. That's how that's how people get hurt. That's how people yeah. die. Remember yeah. the luchador Pedro Aguilar Jr. who fucking died in oh, Mexico yeah. when he hit those ropes like that? That oh, right there yeah. is a classic example as to why you should not be so fucking sloppy in a match like that. Tamina was stiff as fuck with people. She, she threw her face first into that. I'm I'm surprised she didn't get hurt. In our group chat, I was like, oh fuck, she's hurt. So many botch spots. So all you WWE the uh WWE drones out there who bash AEW and say, oh no, AEW is full of full of botch spots. This right here was a huge botch spot. This whole fucking yeah. match. Was botch after botch after botch. I thought I was watching the episode of Botchamania. It was horrible. Um, I was the wrong hoping, team won. The wrong oh, team won. 100%. I was actually hoping for Dewdrop and Nikki to win. So was I. That would have made and, more sense. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, obviously they have something planned with them, as we saw later on. Um. So um, I'm interested to see where that goes. Um, di- now, wait a minute. Let me ask this question. And it may, maybe I didn't hear it right because there was noise and I, so I wasn't 100% hearing it correctly. Did they say that the finals was next week on Raw? Yes. Yep. Wasn't it supposed to be a Clash of the Castle? Oh, so they changed so many things about Clash of the Castle. They knew that they couldn't have that match at Clash of the Castle because... Well, they're getting the belts to Dakota Kai and EO Sky. They can't have them win the belts when the belts in, and then all of a sudden go to a six person main uh, six person tag match later on the same night. Triple H ain't about that life. So he was like, Yo, we'll have this match, this four way, then we'll have yeah, exactly. Triple H doesn't double book. We have this match, we have that four way, get this match over and done with, 
put the belts on them. So at the show, they lose the six-man tag team match because Sasha and Naomi come back. Now, if it was me, that's just me saying if I was booking the show, I'd have Sasha and Naomi walk out with tag team belts on. Hell yeah. Unification say, Yo. match. Yo, there can be, like the Highlander, there can be only one. <laughs> and call them interim champions. No, 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 please God, no, please fucking God, no. I am so sick of the word interim. Julian, do you want your you want your you want your fiance to be like I need I need an interim husband before we get married? I'd be like, it all depends. Could we coexist? Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> I guess what we'll, you know what I guess we'll have to let it play out. Wow, I didn't know that about Julian. That's interesting. Um, so uh, so yeah, I mean it's it's. I'm inch now. Uh, now that that that's suddenly been moved to Raw, I'm maybe Sasha and Naomi return on Raw. No, so it was me. I was saved them for the pay per view. You you think they're gonna fl- they'll fly them all the way to Clashall and bro, uh, bro? They flew motherfuckers all the way to oh, yeah. to Saudi Arabia to scratch so- their match. Well, yeah, that's true. Ask the Viking Raiders. They got flown. <laughs> they spent hours and hours over there for no reason at all. Oh my God. Gosh. They paid for Titus O'Neill to trip and slide into the ring. No, I, you mm-hmm. know what? I take that back because they got a shitload of footage off of that and they replayed it. Over and over, so, I, mean, I have a feeling that on, there's going to be one major thing that happens at Clash Hall next week. Um, which we'll get to when we get to that segment, but uh, yeah, I, I maybe, uh, maybe, maybe Sasha and Naomi end up showing up again at, at Clashville. That could be possible. Um, but I kind of feel like the way that Drew McIntyre was really built up in this episode, really built up in this episode, like I have not seen in quite some time on WWE programming. I think he's winning. Okay, so here's a question. Uh, can the Usos travel to the UK? So that's weird. I don't know. He, there isn't a title the match out there, right? Yeah, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. You can go to like the UK. You can even go to Japan with DUIs. You just can't go to Canada. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. So yeah, because there's no there's no um tag title match for yeah. Clash Hall. Not yeah. yet. Not yet. Well, yeah, they could they could do something. I don't know. I mean, because later on later on tonight, they later on tonight, I I'm gonna throw my prediction out there. Um so Sonya Deville and Natalia defeat Dana Brooke, Tamina, Shotzi, and Zaylee. Nikki A.S.H., almost a superhero Nikki Ash, and Piper Nevin, because I refuse to call her Dewdrop. <laughs> that's a stupid-ass name. To advance to the finals. Gunther, Walter, and Sheamus. This was a nice segment. This was a great segment. The fact, yeah. that, the fact that Pete Dunne was going apeshit crazy and Ludwig, they were fighting, like literally like fighting at their feet. 
That was such and a great Sheamus, visual. I loved it. Sheamus and Walter would not stop staring at each other. It was Correct. so fucking awesome. That's how you build a that that right there to me was a great build. That was a great build. Shane didn't see that. It was great, Shane. Trust me, it was. Yeah, great. Shane, Why didn't you watch it, Shane? That's your fault. Jeez. Yeah, Shane was too busy. Um, he said, "Fuck Fox." I watched it just fine. I was watching the Fox. I started watching it in, in Spanish, and then the, Julian was, was like, "It's of, on, uh, it's on Sling," and I was like, "Click right there." <laughs> I didn't know it was on Sling been, ever. Some I know some Smackdowns have been preempted lately because of some sort of sport that's going on. Yeah. I don't know which one. Um. World Cup but yeah, this was a great segment, and I'm kind of ready to see new stuff happen with Sheamus too. Like I'm, I'm, I'm kind of ready for this ice, ice Sheamus rolling brutes thing to end, and maybe a face turn for him. Oh my God, I want the rolling brutes in the end. Okay, so I'm gonna throw this out here. I want Sheamus to become Intercontinental Champion. I mean, don't get me wrong. Walter has been a great champion. Walter has made the belt like Walter has made the belt visible again. Mm-hmm. But I really want Sheamus to win that title. You're right. It's gonna be stiff as it's gonna be stiffer than you oh, and a bottle yeah. of blue chew, brother. It's gonna oh, be super oh, stiff. Yeah. Um I, I want now. him to win the title for, for two reasons. One, because he will be legit. The only only Grand Slam champion in the WWE, the real Grand Slam champion. Because he's won the Universal title, the WWE title, the United States title. The tag team titles. He He's won, won all his fucking titles except for the Intercontinental title. He never yeah. won the Universal title. No, you're right. He was the WWE champion. He was the world champion too. So I guess the world titles we consider the US. I mean the Universal title now. But right. yeah. he, he's won all those belts. And the only one he hasn't won is the Intercontinental title. Now, like how they were pushing that on, on commentary. Michael Cole was being Michael Cole. He wasn't being Vince McMahon's own Michael Cole. He oh, was actually being Michael himself. Cole. Such a breath of fresh air now. I, 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 dude, I loved it. I usually hate Michael Cole because I'm like, dude, you're just a fucking puppet. Like Vince just shoved his hand up your ass and just worked your mouth like a puppet. But um, he, gave, he gave us the El Generico comment last week, and I was like, who's in that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I literally went back. I rewound it back like 10 seconds to hear him say that just because you said that. Uh, in our I chat. say something, but I'm going to be quiet. Um. <clears throat> <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, I don't want to incriminate myself. So, um, it's Friday, man. It's hey, it's nine twelve here. So, round table after dark. Oh, it's oh, we're in after dark uh, mode now. Yeah. Here, okay. Let big me, meaty men slapping meat. Here, me let, so, let, let, let me let me go ahead and set the mood for you. Hold on. Meaty men slapping meat. That gets me going. He says, "Big meaty man slapping meat gets his stiffness." Sponsored by Blue Chew. Stiff the bottle, Blue Chew. We'll get there one day. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so I'm I'm really excited to see Seamus and Gunther and Gunther. Gunther and uh uh I, I you know I felt so weird calling him that, but I 
he's not Walter. That's the thing. It's like he's so much. He he's he's so far away from Walter, and the both of them are so far away from Imperium at this point that yeah. to call him Walter would be weird now. It's it's just he's not Walter anymore. So R.I.P. Um. Yeah, uh, I forgot what I was going to say now, and now Bad Blood went away to do something. I don't know why. He took off. He took off. Uh, what was? Do you remember what was after that segment? Yeah. So after um, we were still talking about this. Oh, Shame after the famous segment, um, they broke up. Uh, we went backstage with Sonia and. Atari doing an interview. That's and when Nikki uh, and Dewdrop were doing their back, they're yelling at each yeah. other. And then we got Sammy Zayn going back to talk to Roman Reigns. Uh, to talk this, to has, this has been such a great new addition to the Bloodline storyline. Like, Sammy can never do anything wrong in my eyes. Like, right. just what an outstanding standing perfect person he is yeah. um it is not weird at all that you want an erotic fanfic of roman and sammy uh i would be playing the part of sammy uh <laughs> so it's it's after dark now so i can say whatever i want uh so yeah i love the dynamic now i didn't watch smackdown last week but i heard that a lot of great stuff happened with Sammy in the Bloodline last week. So because Sammy, I so saw the the pop yes. that he got because they were in Montreal. I saw the pop that he got yeah, when he came out. It was amazing, absolutely yeah. amazing. Um, and then he helped Roman at the end. Correct. Now, because and obviously he had to be there because, like we just talked about, the Usos couldn't be there because of the UI. So, um, so him being the helper in the bloodline while part of the bloodline can't be around, wonderful, absolutely wonderful. And the seeds that were planted tonight were masterful because this segment now, you know, like Roman is yucking it up with him and, and kind of like being, oh, yeah, you know, you're cool. We're cool and everything. And as soon as Sammy leaves, you know, he shoots a look at the Usos like, what the fuck is this guy doing here? Man? Yeah. And it's so great. And then not just that, but later on in the night, uh, we can mention it now, we might as well, um, not the match, but the, what happened before the match, Sammy is there just getting in the zone, getting ready to to be, you know, to go out for the match with Drew, with Drew and the Usos randomly come up to him and Jay is just fired up and he's angry and it's like psyching Sammy out. And obviously that was done on purpose because they want Sammy to lose. Correct. It was done so beautifully, so beautifully. And I, and of course it ended up making sammy lose but we'll talk about that part later um 
Or like, uh, what else? Oh, well, the maximum male model things happened. That was kind of dumb. I, I while I've been a fan of that thing, I wasn't I so much of a fan of this whole segment. The whole we want the smoke, we want the smoke. I'm a little tired of hearing that we want the smoke shit. <laughs> like, I'm so fucking tired of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and then and hit row once again. I'm gonna say this, and I'm probably gonna draw some heat, but fuck it, bring the heat. Um, I'm a little sick of BFAP already. Oh, I did not expect you to say that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm done with her already. I'm like done with her already. Um, last week, her little her little rendition, her her verse in the rap was horrible. Oh, I did not watch that. I refused. You didn't trust me. You, you were probably best for not watching it. Um, I was like, dude. I mean, shout out to AJ Francis. AJ Francis got bars. That's top dollar, ladies and gentlemen. Top dollar got bars. Okay. But uh yeah. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm gonna not, be I'm I'll, because I'm in a I'm in a mood tonight because I drank a little bit. Oh let's go, Drew. Let's go. I well, no, you're probably not gonna like this. He might not like this either, but I'm I actually don't care about top dollar. I'm sorry to say <laughs> if, hey, I don't know if you hey. Don't, don't be mad. Shit. Um, I'm sorry to say that, but I really don't care about him at all. And I BFAB, I'm fine with BFAB, I'm fine with Ashante, but Top Dollar, I don't I don't give a shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> so <laughs> your friend. My question is Lamel models over hit row. Has BFAB had had a match? No. Okay. No. No. Oh, no. Not even will, in NXT. Will B Fab no. ever have a match? Is she just a valet? She's supposed to be. Oh, I didn't know though. Yeah. So, by the way, guys, don't forget to hit the follow button if you haven't already. If you're enjoying yourself, smash that subscribe button and share the roundtable for us and podcast with others. You know, you would enjoy the content. They would know. They would enjoy the content as well. So. Go ahead, tell them. Like, click, and subscribe. You'll smash. I mean, like, smash, like, smash. Hulk, smash. That fucking. That smash fucking, him, uh, stack him, pin him. Yeah. Smash him, stack him, pin him. Mm-hmm. Smash him, smash. smash. Please do that. Smash. Um, <clears throat> so, <laughs> moving on. Before I get, I, I dig myself into a deeper hole. Uh, oh, no, no, no. Get it in, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> And hole. What are we talking wow, about? Wow, there we go. Look at that. Hey, it's after nine o'clock, man. <laughs> um so yeah, that whole that whole bit was weird. And um I'll know now if uh if Top Dallas saw this if I happen to be blocked on Twitter. So uh, you probably are. <laughs> oh man, he's I hope you can take that criticism lightly, Top Dollar. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, so what was after this now? Uh, this was the women's match. Okay, we talked about that. We had, um, Raquel Rodriguez and Aaliyah versus Natty and Sonya Deville. They, uh, there could not be a more boring team than Raquel and Aaliyah. (laughs) Boring as so boring. I fell asleep during this match. I was like, yeah, this is my this is gonna be my popcorn break. Um yeah, it was it was and I'm sure they're nice people. 
you know, and <laughs> Aaliyah, Aaliyah had that like emotional moment. I didn't know she was from Toronto for the nice on Monday. Um, that was so funny. You were like, why is she crying? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know she was from there. <laughs> I'm like, well, you know, she's from Toronto. He was like, oh. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just don't give a shit about that team at all. So I'm happy. Well, no, they won, right? Yeah, yeah. They they're, yeah facing, they they're facing uh, uh, Bailey's beauties, as I like to call them. <laughs> Bailey's baddies. What, um, what a Bailey's buddies. Bailey's baddies. Yeah. They're facing Bailey's baddies at uh next week on Raw for the uncrowned or for the WWE tag team championship Bailey Buddies. <laughs> Bailey's buddies, baby. Um I, I missed them flailing R and Bailey Buddies. That was back in the day when Sasha uh, made uh, Izzy cry. That was awesome. Um fan fucking fantastic. I'm all about making kids cry during matches. That's shit. That's when you know you're a heel. Um, the match sucked. Um, this, I mean, I don't understand the booking. I mean, I do understand the booking, but I don't understand the booking. I understand the booking because they probably weren't going to have Raquel Rodriguez and fucking, um, what's her name, go to the finals. It probably was going to be Toxic Attraction. Which because... then also it probably was going to be Zoe and Nikita. <laughs> Well, okay. I would so imagine. Cause, cause if it would have been, been Zoe and Nikita, it's because they were faces, yeah. and they still would have lost in the final. But I could, I could see Toxic Attraction being the WWE Tag Team Champions, and that because they're, because they're, yeah, me too. Because they would be like super big heels. Correct. All right. Looks like we got that uh, rerun thing turned off. Um, so it it, it, it would be like, um, thank you, moderator. Um, it would, it would, it would, it would have been better. To have Toxic Attraction win the tag team titles, and then have Sasha come back with Naomi because they're gonna come back with a fucking huge pop as super baby faces, and then you have these new up and coming heels from NXT that just came and just took the tag team belts versus these super over faces that never lost the belts. That'd have been a great storyline right there. The Toxic Attraction, Toxic Attraction could have been like, "Yo, y'all have to earn a shot at the champions now." And they could have right. did the whole, whole we're better than everyone else, like they did in NXT, Correct. only on a bigger on a bigger scale now. You know what I mean? It would have been great, but to have a tag team like Raquel, Raquel Rodriguez and and um, Aaliyah. Aaliyah is stupid because I mean the only thing they could play off of is that she was a former NXT tag team champion with Dakota Kai, but they were the first tag team champions and they lost it the same fucking night. So whatever. Ooh. That's too bad. You remember that they won the they won the Dusty Classic and became the NXT Tag Team Champions, oh, and then lost them later on that night. They were tag champs for a whole thirty minutes. Wow, that's right. Yeah, um, they would have been breakout tag team of the year. Yeah, your boy Husky Five Eighteen is right about that. Shane's right about that. Um, yeah, woulda shoulda coulda. Um, but yeah, it's it's it is what it is. It is what it is. Um. I just wasn't happy with that whole thing. I mean, we all know. We all knew what was going to happen. So now we're going to have a tournament final that no one cares about. So we all know 
that Dakota Kai and, and, and E.L. Sky are winning the tag team titles. Um, Julian, what are your thoughts but, on that? But does Bailey turn on them when her buddies return? Ooh. And what if what if Charlotte returns? Uh, we don't need that. Charlotte Four horsewomen, baby. Charlotte can stay gone for a while. I need don't Charlotte need back. Charlotte. I need Charlotte in my life. I don't need Charlotte back right now. I need Charlotte in my life. Don't be a hater. Don't be a hater. Charlotte is amazing. Charlotte's the best thing since sliced bread. She is the I best. know. I like sliced bread. Okay, well, I'm mean, sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Um, I totally zoned what? out for a second because I was watching a video of Jake something. Um, video of Jake something? What? Yeah. You know who Jake something is, right? No. You don't know who Jake something is? Jake something yeah. is awesome, dude. He's Jake freaking awesome. Is fucking hot as hell. That's number one. Well, I mean, I don't know number about that because, you know, I mean, you know. Well, I'll leave that you to could, you. You can admit it. Come on. Be real. Uh, <laughs> He's like, look, just embrace, bro. You know. Just embrace it. He's hot as hell. And uh, he had a yeah, video. I was, I was paying attention and I heard sliced bread. What the hell were we talking about? Are we talking about food now? <laughs> Well, well, apparently we're talking about this right here. A hey, two out of three falls bread, match about um, the Brian Kendrick for the Roundtable Pros and Podcast oh. Predictions Championship. Shane, Shane wants to shot the championship so bad. Shane wants to be Shane wants to come onto the island of relevancy. He wants to be he wants to be relevant again. He wants to be a champion. I mean, he's scared of your championship because he's you know he doesn't want to face big time Drew, big money Drew. Um, so he's like. Look, can I please get a shot at the championship? So I'm going to give you a shot, Shane. I'm going to give you a shot because you did watch two of the three movies that we requested that you watch. So I'm going to give you a shot. But here's you know, how all you had it. to do, Shane, was watch these movies. Hold on, hold on, hold on. But here's, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do a WWE 2K simulation. Two out of three falls. That means Shane isn't going to be over there playing with it. I'm not going to be over here playing play. with it. We're going to let the computer play with it. <laughs> that sounds skinky. going to allow the computers to play with you guys? It's going to be... Um, I've seen Word Science. Um, it's going to be rando, which means we're just going to pick two... We're going to pick one random wrestler each round. Whoever wins two rounds out of the three rounds will be, will be the official... Roundtable Pro Wrestling Podcast Predictions Champion because you know Shane can't win a predictions match. So I was like, you know, maybe I'll give Shane a shot. Shane's lost to the Roundtable Champion twice. He's lost to the Wicked Crazy Pinfalls Champion. He's lost to Julian and No More Contenderships. Like Shane, Shane has lost so many times. Look, Shane is a guy who will lose a match when the opponent doesn't even show up. That's how bad Shane loses. <laughs> He says he earned it at Money in the Bank. <laughs> you get your shot, Shane. You'll get your shot. You'll get your shot. September 1st, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to do a live here on the Round Table Pro Wrestling Podcast. And if Shane should lose, ladies and gentlemen, because if I win, I retain my championship. But when Shane loses, Shane's going to be in the middle of the mall. Booty shorts on. Oh, See-through fuck. booty shorts now. See-through 
<laughs> lace. See-through lace booty shorts. I'm like, is it plastic? He's going to have a see-through lace booty shorts with a thong on. So it's going to be like white booty shorts with like a hot pink thong. He's going to shave his legs and his man parts Jesus. too. No Shane, to is it worth it? Bush. Gosh. I mean, hey, hey, he he he, he wants a shot. I got to get something know, out of it. I got to get something out of it. If I'm putting my title on the worth line, it at this point. <laughs> if I'm putting my title on the line, Shane's got to do something that's going to be equally... Equally he's challenging. His, so. Oh, he's putting his title on the line. Yeah, he's putting. Yeah, he's putting his title. He wants to taste of the title. He's gonna taste of the title. Yeah, he's gonna taste of it. Shane's gonna be butt naked in the mall, shaking his thing, twerking it live on the podcast. I think. I think you don't think I'm gonna do. As a matter of fact, I think live on the podcast. I think what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna stream it live while Shane's twerking in the middle of the mall. Booty shorts, crop top, see-through thong. Oh shame! Um, just sh- shaking his ass for a whole fifteen minutes in the food court on a Saturday on a Saturday afternoon, a hot Saturday afternoon because that means everybody's gonna be in the air conditioned mall. He's gonna oh, get up on a table and he's gonna fucking get it. So Shane, you better hope. Oh, he's gonna get something away. <laughs> you better hope and pray you win because if you don't, you're gonna be thong wearing husky. You're gonna be yeah, this is gonna be some premium content for your OnlyFans. Anyway. Thong Speaking of something really cool, I want to tell you guys, I came up with an idea the other day. And you know how like Russell Talk has our your know, Russell Talk has like their Quizlemania. You know? Yeah. I want to do something like that. I want to do a community show. So myself and the cool guys over at MWO pot uh, the MWO show, the Mike World Order, we're gonna do a joint. Stream them right. and us. It's gonna be live on Twitter. That's gonna be quick show. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we're gonna do some live stuff, man. Do some live stuff. Uh, I'm probably gonna get the guys from uh, True Hill Heat. By the way, I will be on True Hill Heat tomorrow morning, live, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, with uh, SP3 with Romeo. Just getting it in, talking about the uh, talking about professional wrestling because I gotta get up early in the morning for that. I love God. those guys. Yeah. Shout out to SP3 and Romeo. Um, SP3 is the reason why we're on round, where our, the roundtable is on Body Slam. He introduced me to Cass and kind of pushed me in the right direction. And, oh. you know, and got people like Cade and, you know, Righteous Reg and Will Washington and Phil Lindsay. Like he's kind of, in, he kind of ingrated me into this, this uh, beautiful community. Um, hence the reason why I've met you. You know, how I met a lot of people right. from Fightful. Like he, like so, I I owe Will I I owe, I owe um, SP3 a lot. So, yes, uh, wow, our numbers are popping right now. Yes, I love it. Um, anyway, um, so September second, Shane wants to also do a stream here. We're gonna do another simulation of Clash at the Castle, a prediction simulation. We're gonna put all the matches together oh. on WW2K22. And play the game live here on the stream to see who wins. And then we're going to compare those wins to the wins and losses at the actual show. Saturday, it's going to be, what, 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for Clash of the Castle? Next Saturday? Not tomorrow, but next Saturday. Next Saturday. Damn. On my weekends, I'm going to be up early in the morning. Jesus Christ. Anyway, um... 
So we go to the main event. Drew McIntyre, Sami Zayn. Hey man, Sammy did Sammy did some work. Sammy put a lot of work in tonight. Sammy is the MVP really of the show. Sammy is the man. MVP of the show, man. I got and uh, talking about long form storytelling. By the time Sammy gets his payback, it's going to be fantastic. So this is why I wanted to wait until now to talk about the Usos. Because you see how the show ended. The show ended with the Usos coming out, helping Sammy. You know, Drew, they beat Drew down. Roman came out, they beat Drew down. And the Usos held Sammy, I mean, held Roman, I mean, Drew, while Sammy gave not one, but two haluva kicks. Yes. And at the end of the night, they were all standing over a fallen Drew, the Usos, the bloodline. Not and uh, and and Sammy, the what do they call him, the honorary Oos? Honorary Oos. But earlier in the night, Jimmy was like shoving him, and you know, you know, being you know, being a dick. So I'm 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 calling, I'm calling Sammy the tag team off. match. Well, yeah, yeah. Sammy lost twice, but they he they did he did what Roman told him to do. Roman said he needs somebody to go out there and and pretty much soften up. Correct. Soften up, and he did. They did. They beat the shit out of. They beat the shit out of Drew, which means on Raw this week, Drew's gonna beat the shit out of out of uh, Roman and the rest of the guys, mm-hmm. and that's why yeah. he's gonna lose at Clash of the Castle. But we also had Karrion Cross come out and um, you know do his thing too. So. That's uh-huh. That's right. Um, so I'm going to say this, and you can quote me on it later on, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to see Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn challenge for the World Tag Team Championships because the way the way they're talking to him, the way they're the way that one is using yeah. him, the other one is treating him like shit. I He's gonna, and, and you realize that Sammy was like, "Man, um, why'd you have to come at me like that? Why, why all this? Why are you coming at me like this?" You know what I'm saying? Like, and remember, Kevin Owens uh, talked to him about it before. Yeah. So long-term storytelling. If this would have been Vince, Vince would have forgot about this shit like an hour after he wrote it. He'd have been like, what the fuck's going on out there, pal? I didn't say, oh, wait, I did. Damn it. Now how am I going to fix this next week? Write me a whole script. Rematch. Rematch. Yeah, just give him a rematch. Yeah. Same outcome. Rematch. Yeah. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Step by step, same outcome, rematch. I can just see that shit now. So, I mean, I I see the tag team title match happening. You know, maybe um, what's the next paper series? Uh, no, they had nothing in October. Survivor Series in November. Yeah, they had nothing. They had nothing in October. They don't have anything in October. Not so far. Oh. Extreme rules. Oh, extreme rules. Okay. Can we have the Usos versus um, the WWE version of Best Friends at uh, Extreme Rules? Hey, now, just to be clear, in Extreme Rules... Um, the horror show. The horror show at Extreme Rules. Uh, well, uh, wasn't it that <laughs> great all, all matches were... 
uh, Extreme Rules matches. Okay, so they're not usually. So technically, if you have an Extreme Rules show, that should be a hardcore show. But when it's not a hardcore show, it's stupid. I'm going to have a Every show is going to be a death. It's going to be nine of the death matches. Don't know why he died. Yeah, correct. <laughs> Ain't no hardcore, you know, actual hardcore shit going on. <laughs> you know, I see, I seen a hardcore match on Thursday night. I seen, uh, I mean, on, on Tuesday night, I seen um, Tiffany Stratton take a back bump on some fucking Legos. Ladies and gentlemen, Legos fucking hurt. Don't you ever like stepped on a Lego? I'm like, oh shit. Imagine yeah. getting power bombed onto some Legos. Yeah, they hurt. Legos are no fucking joke. Trust me, I had a match one time. Got choke slammed with some Legos. Felt that shit for like two years. <laughs> I'll tell you. Legos, no joke. No joke. So what were your thoughts? What are your, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on even the whole Legos? Um so <laughs> Um, with the Usos, the whole Bloodline storyline, I like the way it's going. <clears throat> like you said, I'm just waiting for Sammy and um, KO to team up. Um, I think two of the biggest teams that we're waiting to form or waiting to come together in WWE is um, Kevin Owens and Sammy Zayn and DIY. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Usos are going to have their hands full. And it's it's gonna be it's gonna make for some good television. Uh, it's a good pay for you matches. Oh, good. We're still talking about this because I have a and prediction. What, what people don't remember though, before your prediction, what people don't remember though, and I'm gonna throw this out. I'm gonna fucking throw it out there. Remember when the WWE guys got trapped over in fucking Saudi Arabia? Yes. Mm-hmm. And they brought in NXT. They so, brought so, they brought yeah. Gagano and Ciampa up to NXT as a, from NXT as a tag team when they were feuding. With each other, yeah, and they put them clean over the tag team champions. Yep, they pinned the tag team champions clean as a sheet. Yep. So, can you imagine putting them together against the Usos? Can you imagine putting them together against Kevin, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn? Can you imagine putting them together against Kofi and fucking uh and um and Xavier? Yeah. What about putting them together against? Legaro Del Fantasma, because Legaro's coming up too. NXT, your boy, your boy uh, Escobar rolled up and was like, "Did you think I forgot you? Get in, let's go." We all know he's coming to the main <laughs> roster. He brought his clique with him, including hot ass Electra Lopez too. All of them coming up. Spanish Mafia up in up in uh, you know gang warfare and uh, on SmackDown probably. <laughs> um, but DIY. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Usos, Street Profits. Bro, I think they should just merge the tag team titles and just have one tag team championship, not the SmackDown Raw, just one world tag team champions. Yep. And let the tag team champions go to both brands, all three brands. All three brands. Let's go, yeah. man. Let's get this shit going. Fuck. What are your thoughts, so, um, so here's my thing about uh, the whole bloodline and, and all that deal. Um, well, firstly, I wanted to say DIY and KO 
Sammy is like the one of the greatest matches feuds you can have because both have the same exact story of one turning on the other. Yep. And and that's like made in heaven. That story. Do you see where can they coexist? Can they coexist with each other? And Mm -hmm. you know, like that will be that's an amazing thing. Um. So now with this bloodline thing. And the Usos and whatnot. Um, this has gotten unbelievably stale to the point that I now don't care about it anymore, which is unfortunate because you know I bought the title up there because I loved the Roman Reigns character and the head of the table thing and Tribal Chief and all that stuff. Um, and I was, you know, I did my douchebag head of the table gimmick on another podcast. Uh, loving that whole deal and what it was about. And I held on for a while uh, before I finally said, yeah, I can't do this anymore. This is this is not working for me. Um, it needs a new injection of life. And it's starting with the Sammy stuff. However... I have said before that I think the real thing that takes a whole bombshell to this bloodline thing is Roman losing the titles before the Usos. Oh, yeah. Roman will be fucking pissed. Roman trying to do the tribal chief stuff as a loser... While the Usos are still tag team champions. And then they start going, oh, well, this isn't right. We should be the top now. We should be the head of the table, the heads of the table. We should be the chiefs of this bloodline because we are still champions. You lost. Correct. Now... The way that Drew was, like I said before, the way that Drew was built up on this show, he spelled Zane wrong, by the way, with an E, <laughs> um, and the scroll thing on the bottom, I just caught it. Um, I think that he's winning. I, I, I think that he's winning, and it, it just, it just means so much for Drew who did not get a title run in front of fans and the first major stadium pay-per-view outside of the United States in like 25, 30 years, however long it's been that they were saying tonight, this needs to be the moment where we take a bomb to the bloodline and do something totally different. And that that will hopefully that will hopefully be what Triple H wants to do. Hopefully, Roman's into it also. I mean, I can only imagine he's probably like, you know, I've been doing the same shit for like at least a year now. I think it's time for something else to happen because he's smart. He's not stupid. He's not, and he's not selfish either. So I feel like he's probably thinking now is the right time for me to finally lose. 
he's also going to have a two-year championship celebration next week. Correct. Which is like, hmm, that's interesting. Stuff like See, that. That's why. Happen. That's why I said, and that's the reason why I said they beat him down this week. Next week he's going to beat them down because what better way than to beat someone's ass when they're celebrating being champion when the next night they're defending the title against you? That's right. like beating someone's ass on their birthday. <laughs> like, yeah, it's your birthday, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> so I, right? I think that uh, hold shame said if Roman had the last beat down before Clash Hole, then Drew. Well, they don't do it that way. I noticed that they kind of like stopped doing the person who does the beat down ends up losing the show before the on the go home show. Um, I don't know. I mean, they did the, they did the same thing when uh, Theory with the U.S. title. Theory beat down fucking, uh, he beat down uh, Bobby Lashley, the SmackDown before Money in the Bank. Right. And look what happened. Um, Bobby came out and just fucking trashed his ass like he was, you know, like it was trash day and they were picking up the garbage. So, I mean. So, yeah. So I think that Drew needs to win at Clashdown. And that starts the seeds of ending the bloodline and like and that can be that look this was an um one of the most incredible things in modern wwe this was an absolute treat to watch legitimately taking roman reigns who was not fun to watch and the Usos as stale characters and make and doing this whole incredible storyline to where it is today. And yes, it's had faults or, you know, it's had ups and downs for sure. People, you know, the the the, the, the string of Kevin Owens matches where Kevin probably should have won, but the Usos mm-hmm. always were helping him. And you know, there were two Brock matches, and technically one of them wasn't supposed to happen at SummerSlam, but that ended up happening. Um, but I think that it's time. I think this moment for Drew, yeah, totally agree there. Um, I think this moment for Drew is important. I think that the moment for WWE is important as well. Because it's time to have somebody else at the top. It's been too long. I agree with that. I 1,000% agree with you. The only problem I have with the WWE booking is that they're trying to push Roman Reigns versus The Rock at WrestleMania. And Are they still? They're, yeah, yeah, they're still trying to do that. Um, and Doesn't need the titles. I just, I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't get it. I mean, just, I personally don't think they need the title. I personally don't think they need the title for that match. Like that right there, that right there could be like, if I oh, yeah. win, the bloodline is done. I'm, you know I'm, I'm tribal chief or whatever. Yeah. You will acknowledge me. I think that it would be, you know, it would, it would have to be Roman goading rock into coming even though he's not 
like it kind of makes sense for him to have the titles for it because why would Rock show up just because some guys mean a mouthing off? Like Rock should want like something out of it instead of just having a match at WrestleMania, you know. Um, but well, I mean, it's the same reason why you fought Hogan. Just hmm. wanted to one on one with the great one. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I I feel like I feel like I I'm worried about. If it doesn't, if he doesn't lose the titles now, when? Because Rock isn't going to win. If he still has the the titles for the Rock match, Rock's not going to win the titles. That means that he's going to go another WrestleMania as champion. It can't be. I got a good booking for that. Got a good booking. I. Okay, if I'm writing the story here, if I'm writing the story, this, this is what would happen. Roman will defend the championship against someone before Romania. Like whatever the Survivor Series or whatever, right? I mean, I mean, um, um, Royal Rumble, right? Rumble. Yeah, the Royal Rumble. You know, blah, 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 right? Roman defends the title, retains the belt. The next pay-per-view, what is the next pay-per-view at the Royal Rumble? Like Backlash or... Um, Elimination, elimination chamber, chamber, right? Roman goes yeah. into elimination chamber, defeats everybody, still calling out the rock, still calling out the rock. Rock, you're a bitch. You're scared of me. Go and go stay in Hollywood, you bitch. You, you disgrace the family, right? But while he's doing all these things, the Usos are like, but bro, like that's our people. Like, fuck everyone else, but that's our people. You talk about we're a bloodline. We should be worried about being a family. Like, you're over here shitting on our family. Hmm. This right, Roman. So you know, Roman, you know how Roman is, you know, always uh, gaslights these guys, right? Yeah, stops right. working, stops working. So now Roman is like, you know, he's he's feeling the heat a little bit. Maybe Roman goes out there and he's facing, maybe he's facing Drew, or maybe he's facing Karrion Cross, maybe he's facing someone else, right? And the bloodline doesn't. I mean, and the Usos don't come to help him. He barely wins. Barely wins. They're doing a video backstage or something, right? Roman's pissed off. He's walking around backstage looking for the looking for the Usos. Kicks open the door. They're on a video chat with The Rock. Huh. Why the fuck are you talking to him? I'm your tribal chief. Grabs the Ooh. phone, breaks it. Right? So now you've already alienated the twins. Now the Rock is playing a instigator. Like, hey, let me set you free. That that ignites the hatred between The Rock and Roman. So now Roman is more pissed off. Now he's more dead. So he's calling The Rock out, calling The Rock out, calling The Rock out on a random ass Saturday night's main event. (laughs) Random, like a fucking random ass special WWE TV show. He's defending the title against Karrion Cross, defending the title against against, uh, Drew again. Right? What happens? The Rock comes down. The Usos come down. The Usos jump up on the apron like they're gonna like they're gonna help Roman out. Like the the Rock like, like maybe the Usos go attack the guy. The Rock slides in the ring, hits a rock bottom on Roman. Boom. Throws Karen Cross with somebody on top. Oh. One, two, 
three, new champion. Now Roman is so pissed, not just because he lost the title, but because The Rock put his fucking hands on him. And he says, Rock, you bitch. bitch. Now you got The Rock saying, you want to fight? Once in a lifetime. If I win, these guys, (laughs) right? Once in a lifetime. Give me what I want. (laughs) I can see Roman sitting in the chair. Give me what I want. Give me what I want. But the if the Rock wins, the Usos go free. If the Rock loses, the Rock has to bow down and call Roman his tribal chief. Question: Why does Rock lose? Why does Rock make Roman lose when Roman is the one that wants to face the Rock? And also, why wouldn't Rock want to be champion? Because the Rock doesn't give a shit about the WWE Championship. This is about family, it's not about the belt. Hmm. This this okay. this feud between the Rock and Roman transcends even the championship. You make this feud personal. It's about respect. It's about respect. It's about you disrespecting the legacy of of the Anawaii family. You're disrespecting the whole Samoan dynasty by claiming you're the tribal chief. So what you're saying is you're better than High Chief Peter Maivia, the matriarch of this whole family. So now The Rock's going to come and shut you up. But The Rock don't want your fucking belt. And you're claiming to be the tribal chief because you have the belt. Because you run the company. What happens when you don't have the belt? Now you're just a truly instead of a white claw. You're just a frappuccino instead of a caramel macchiato or a pumpkin spice latte. All right, I get it, asshole. You're just Jeez. you're just Lipton tea. <laughs> you're just Lipton tea instead of a fucking fancy ass French tea. You know what I'm saying? You're just a basic bitch now. There it is. Man, I feel you I make feel it personal. Right you make um... <laughs> see see you feel attacked. Now, Drew's going to catch me in the NXT parking lot and run me over. Most dangerous place in the world. Folks, uh, even so I understand that. My, pro- my I like that story. The problem that I have is that I really don't want Roman to be champion that much longer. I know, I know. That, that's the part that sucks. But in order September, to build it up, Roman October, has about November, right December, January, February, March, another eight months. Another eight months? What the fuck do they do in eight months with him still as champion? You know? I don't know, man. I don't know. He can feud with Cody. Maybe he starts feuding with Cody. Maybe Cody's the one he loses the belt to. They could be waiting on Cody. Cody. Okay. I have a feeling that the reason why I think Drew's winning also at Clash is because um, Drew doesn't even need to meet you at the parking lot. I don't. Um, Talk about the NXT parking lot. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, I think that Carrion Cross, who's obviously kind of being a heel. By the way, we didn't mention this. 
wonderful presentation tonight. That was really cool. I don't know where they were. They were somewhere above the ring and maybe some like skybox or something. That was really cool. I, they were at the NXT um, parking lot. He was like, I'm so fucking tough. Even the NXT parking lot's afraid of me. <laughs> it was like the ring in the background and the and it was like a really like cool visual, black and white visual. Um I think Cross is going to attack Drew after Drew wins, so that this way there's a clear babyface heel dynamic for Drew's first feud. Because introducing Cross the way that they did, and then he goes after Roman, it just doesn't really make sense. Even though the whole thing is like TikTok, that whole gimmick, and it kind of really doesn't matter whether the champion is a face or a heel. But Triple H is very traditional when it comes to that stuff. And I feel like Cross is probably going to be in the main event fighting for the championship, and it makes more sense for him to be going after Drew than Roman. So I feel like Drew wins, and then Cross is the first guy to go after Drew. I mean, I can see that. I can totally. See. I, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. I totally 1000% get what you're saying. I just feel like I just feel like it would be more beneficial for Drew to lose that title quick. You know what I mean? Like he needs to, he needs to lose that belt quick if he wins it. And I don't want it to be like a hot potato, but you know, sometimes the title has to change hands. Like people are complaining about the AEW title changing hands so frequently. If you have a champion for fucking 2 years, it's stale. It's hella right. stale. You know, once it gets stale, Unless people Roman, lose interest. Roman signed a new contract. And yep, he sure did. It's it's a more part-time thing now, which is good for him. So could it be then maybe for Clash, Drew wins, but Roman wins it back later on? Maybe but why? Like, Survivor Series Rumble. Well, that, that, that's that's a waste of time. Just like everyone's complaining about the AEW World Title match that hasn't been announced yet, but it will be announced in Chicago. It's going to be Punk versus Moxley in a rematch for the AEW title, and Punk's going to win the title back in Chicago. You know, um, people are going people are going to lose their shit. Twitter is going to fucking melt down. Yeah, because they're gonna be like AEW is flop. They're 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 flip flopping the title too much. Oh, this is so bad. It's so bad. They're gonna do the same thing as the WWE title. If they give the belt, I mean, even if they, I mean, I like I liked your idea the other day, having Drew having um Drew win like the WWE championship or the Universal title, not both. Because mm-hmm. if I was champion, I think, I I'd be like, I only need to defend one title. You know, I think that's what Cody's job is going to be when he comes back. Because, you know, Cody didn't say anything about being the universal champion. He said all he He's wanted not. to be was the WWE champion. There's only one right. time matter to him. Which is why I think for now, just to get the staleness away, and yet yeah, it is kind of like hot 
potatoing, but to have to have Drew win, Roman could take it back from him. Maybe Royal Rumble. By that time, Cody is back. Cody can face Roman at WrestleMania for the WWE Championship. Maybe the night if they want to do the Rock thing. If they want to do the Rock thing, maybe they have Roman Night One, Cody Roman Night Two, Rock. No, or something. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If they're gonna put Rock in a main event of WrestleMania, it's gonna be in LA. And they're gonna put Rock in a main event of WrestleMania. It's gonna be Sunday night. That's gonna be the main event. Roman ain't gonna wrestle twice. Because no. Roman is yeah. on that part timer schedule. Roman thinks he's a you know Roman is like a god right now. You know he's in Ooh. god mode. You know what I'm saying? You know greatness on a different level. God mode. Um, he's not gonna wrestle twice. That's why I'm saying they can get the belt off of him, and then we can go ahead and have a WWE championship match, a WWE Universal title match, or maybe they're gonna get rid of one, get rid in my opinion, get rid of one of the fucking belts. Shame, Good night, shame. Um. It's Get fucking, you know, it's fucking, it's fucking 1 a.m. here right now, Shane. Yeah. Shane, Get over Shane, yourself. Shane's on, Shane's on you don't drugs. know what, you don't know what tired <laughs> means. Okay. Pussy. I, I just, I just, I don't know. I just, I, I wanted to be over with. I want the title reign to be over with. Yeah, you did good. You brought the belt prestige, and then you buried the belt. You did exactly what everyone complained about Brock Lesnar doing. Brock Lesnar came and won the championship and will defend the belt once every six months. Once every three pay-per-views, Brock will show up on TV. Paul Heyman put Brock's, Brock's name was stand more on TV by Paul Heyman than it was a ring announcer. It's for that. Hmm. Yeah. You know, so now Roman Reigns, same shit. When was the last time Roman had a televised wrestling match that wasn't uh, a pay-per-view? It was like two months ago. He had that fucking six man tag team match yeah. with the Usos that they should have lost. Right. But they didn't. That was the last time you seen Roman in a wrestling ring that wasn't a pay per view. Oh, I'm sorry. A premium live event. Premium live event. Don't forget that. So they charge I mean, premium prices for them tickets. Yeah, that's right. WrestleMania tickets, boy. Whew. Man. Wee. Somebody's life savings. Can I, can I get two front row seats? Yeah, let me get your life savings. Yeah. Huh. Let me get your first and second born. Let me get dibs on your next baby. I guess. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, can I get some debt forgiveness on these damn WrestleMania tickets? Right. Yeah. Biden giving for debt forgiveness and everything else. Um, shit. Um, so, yeah, man. Like that, that, that was that. Raw, SmackDown was um, average. SmackDown, you, you know what? No, no. SmackDown was. Let's see. There, I'd give it a B. Let's see. What, let's see. There's Truly. There's White Claw. What's in the middle of Truly and White Claw? What's the other? Budweiser Seltzer. Yeah, this was Budweiser Seltzer. No, this was Corona Seltzer. The Slim Cans. That's what this was. This was a Slim Can night. It was Damn. just above being a basic bitch, but below being a average bitch. That's what this show was. Yeah, I, I would definitely give SmackDown a B minus. Uh, I think they kind of stepped on their own toes with the whole the women's tag team matches, uh, especially the the Fatal Four Way. 
too many people in the ring and mm -hmm. the way WWE shoots their matches. Uh, yeah, there's too many people. Um, the stuff with the Usos was good. Sammy's wonderful as usual. Um, uh, the Maximum Male Models, Hit Row. I mean, you, you got to find something for your B-listers to do. So, I mean, find something to do. Uh, and by that, I'm a Hit Row because everyone knows that the Maximum Male Models are top-notch. Um, and <laughs> pairing the Street Profits with Hit Row is not going to give them a rub, I don't think. Um, the storyline we're getting with Baron Corbin, Ricochet winning, the storyline we're getting with Sheamus headed towards the castle. Uh, that was all done well, but um, the women's tag division, tag division stuff kind of uh, kind of sank a little bit tonight, in my opinion. Agreed. Uh, fuck Rampage, because I don't give a shit about that. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> um, oh, man. Okay, well, look. Well, since you said fuck Rampage, before we go, let me do this real quick. Here are the Rampage results, ladies and gentlemen. Dark Order. Dark Order won the match against House of Black thanks to Miro. Miro gets the shit beat out of him. Wardlow beats Ryan Nimitz real easily. Um, um, it was... Will Hobbs kills Ashton Day in less than two minutes. Um, backstage. Backstage. Uh, the bowl, the bowling team. The bowling team known as um, uh, the factory beat the shit out of Ricky Starks. Yep. Um, Sammy Guevara and Ty 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 Mello. Ty Mello. No, she's not Ty Conti anymore. Or Ty Nara Conti. She's now Ty Mello. I think she should be Ty Guevara, but whatever the fuck. I don't yeah. care. They win their mixed tag team match over the 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 ragtag team of Santana. I'm sorry, Ortiz and oh, Ruby Riot, God. Ruby Soho, whatever fuck her name is this week. Um, in a very basic bitch match, the Ring of and Honor they, World Title they, match, and they replayed Ruby Soho getting her hand broken. Yeah, yeah, where she just left it there. Yeah. Then we have Claudio Castagnoli defeating Dustin Rhodes in a very, it was a very competitive match. <sighs> I have so, one question. The best match on the, the best the best thing on the show for me was the Dark Order versus House of Black. I got one question. Shoot. Um, so we, we've kind of come to a consensus that the uh, most unwise wrestling move will be the flying headbutt. Yes. Um, the, un, the most unnecessary wrestling move to me is the giant swing. Yeah. I, I never That's got more it. more of a ha-ha, I got you move. Yeah. What was the name of that hot jobber, Ashton Day? Ashton. Was it Ashton? Was it Ashton Day? Yeah, Ashton Day. That's right, because they said something about he's gonna have a, he might have a good night or something like that. Yeah, it was. It, yeah, it was his. It was his debut. His yeah. AW Dynamite debut, and he got fucking smashed. Um, it was pretty oh, bad. He don't have a. He don't have a Twitter. That's unfortunate. He doesn't have a Twitter. What do you him, Drew? I'm not. I I would like to thirst follow him, and I can't find him. <laughs> was like, anymore. I'm trying to get that thirsty Thursday, thirst traps. Google him. Google him. AW. So we, so we had AW Austin Ashton, whatever his name is. So we had yeah, and um, and um, Rolf Ziegler, he got smashed. Yeah, that that was you. You saw that coming. He was from oh. Cleveland, not wherever oh, they were. 
Yeah. You should see you should have seen that coming. Um I all in it. all, this 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 was Good a night. oh you found him? Yep. <laughs> He's like, yep. Oh man. Look at us over here making things make making thirst traps happen. The in sparkles water, making friends. Making friends. <laughs> So speaking of making friends, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us here on the Roundtable Pros Podcast. For the HMIC, Mr. Chemical Julian, for a big money thirst trap, Drew, over yes. here. I'm your brother uh, franchise. Wait, Go ahead, hold sir. on. I wanted to say something really quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, serious thing. Because okay. um, when I was doing my stupid jig something thing earlier, I came across a tweet uh, that I would like everybody to go and retweet. Uh at holy shirt 93 um they found out that uh their young daughter unfortunately has terminal cancer oh no and has months left and is begging everybody to retweet they want uh chris jericho to get to maybe sing Judas in a video or something for her because it's her favorite song. Uh, At Holy, H-O-L-Y-S-H-I-R-T 93. I'm retweeting it right now. I'm at Big Money Drew. If you need to go and find it there, it will be there. It's been retweeted, but I want to get more people on it so that this way they can get... um, more traction, Jericho can get a hold of it, and we can make that happen because that would be very nice for them. <clears throat> Do me a favor, Drew. Tag the round table and myself in that tweet, and I will tag Chris Jericho. Okay. You want me to hit a reply with the yes with you and body slamming you in your personal yes. Twitter? Okay, done. <clears throat> All right. Okay. Cancer sucks. Fuck cancer. That's all I have to say. <clears throat> yes, cancer does fucking suck. Yeah. It, it, yeah. I hate that. Um, Okay, I see it right there. I'm going to do that and retweet it, and then I'm going to actually tweet it with Jericho. Um, and I'm going to send it to a bunch of other people, too. Like I'm going to probably send it to a bunch of people over at FIFO. I'll send it over to, to Kate, Kate Elizabeth. She'll retweet it. Um, I'll send it over to um, a couple people from Russell Talk. I'll, I'll actually mention it tomorrow on the uh, True Hill Heat show tomorrow morning. Oh, that'd be wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Fuck cancer. Um. Anyway, anyway. So, with that being said, um, shit. I was gonna do the whole sexy voice thing, but now I don't. I really don't feel like doing that. Damn. <sighs> I apologize for doing that. No, no, no. Um, I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did. Um. 
Yeah, it's, it really sucks when, when it sucks when, when adults die from things like that, but it really fucking sucks when kids get sick like that. Um, especially someone so young. It, it makes me, yeah. <sighs> anyway, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us here on the Roundtable Pros Podcast. For the HMIC, Chemical Julian, for Big Money Drew, I am the franchise. And check this out, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to send you guys on a raid. We're going to send you over to, our, to one of our Twitch friends. She's currently playing um playing Call of Duty. Um oh, okay. she's playing she's playing Warzone. Yeah, it's Faye Baby. F A E B A B Y. We're gonna go ahead and send you over there on a raid. So stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen, and go like, like, and subscribe because we like to build a community here of cool ass people. So like I said, with that being said, we're gonna give you guys the big uh see you later and um hope and pray that things work out. Enjoy your weekend. See you guys on Monday. Thanks.